Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We're converting people one stomach at a time to what fresh food can taste like. You use whatever you can use and you respect every bit of it. You know, if it's in season, you use it. We need to study and we need to read and we need to know about our region and what it's doing before we can start putting things on dishes. G'day and welcome to another episode of the Quicksand Food Connection. Today I speak with Nicola Coccia, who is the head chef and owner at a brand new restaurant, Bistro Officina in Bauru. The restaurant was actually under construction while we shot the images for the cookbook and Nicola used to be the head chef at Biota Dining. He parted ways and moved on to open his own place. Nicola's got experience in working in some of the world's best kitchens and he wanted to take a break from really technical cooking and take it back to his roots where he can cook from the heart using simple flavors and follow his concept of cooking everything over wood. So in his kitchen, he'll have a huge wood fire oven and a huge wood grill and all the flavors will be soulful flavors that are cooked using different types of wood sourced from around the Southern Highlands. He's a really Italian guy. He's a really passionate guy. I really enjoyed getting to know him and he was very generous with his time. So I hope that you enjoy this conversation with Nicola Coccia from Bistro Officina in Bauru. I'm really excited to have a place like Bistro Officina involved in this book because it's brand new and we were just in there shooting food now and it's still very much under construction. Do you want to just tell me a bit about the concept and, you know, sort of your ideas for Bistro Officina? Basically, Bistro Officina is the name is Officina is because my first job in my life I was working in the garage as a mechanic. I was nine years old, and basically what I was doing, I was just make coffee, a sandwich all day for the people who were working because I was completely, I couldn't do anything. I was too young. I was was my uncle, and from there started my passion for food and that's it. And we decided to call Bistro Officina first for this, and second things because I'm thinking that the food is for everyone. It's not just for rich people. And after seven, this year, 17 years of work, I work all on the top around the world and I make my decision. I would like to come back cooking with a natural ingredient and um, really base style as, um, as a cooking. And for this, we decided to put this big wood oven where we will make our chakra from three different wood every day. And this big red, Anthony, this guy from Sidre, they signed for me where we will have one meter 20 of grill and three different level. You can go up and down and you can cook the meat or the fish in three different style, in three different level. And um, this much, the other thing is the question again, many people ask me if my place will be European style or will be Italian style or will be French style because my wife is French. She's involved in more than me, I think. And my answer is always is no. It's just I will cook whatever, whatever I have on the day. The menu will be changed every day. Maybe one day I will have six dessert, another day I will have just two dessert because I don't have much stuff to make the dessert. Or maybe the week having been the best week 
to spend extra money we mm-hmm. won't do and um, at this much and basically the, the idea is to cook everything by fire yeah everything needs to be cooked by fire and everything need any dish need to have max three ingredient and the stop with this sauce con 2000 sauce and flowers stuff like that no plate won't have a garnish my food won't be always without any single garnish or any single flower what you will see is just maybe some some green some plant or some seeds where you can eat with the food the protein or could be the carbs or whatever it is mm-hmm. this much yeah awesome and the the wood that you said that you're going to use you're looking at using a few different types of wood. we use at the moment i have a guys because the other things get yeah, the places come is um, we will have a lot of influence from the hunting yeah because i'm a hunter and i'll move in this area one of the why i'm moving this area for this and this guy is jimmy his name is jimmy he's, um, he's basically he's, um, he's one of the manager of the livestock in uh, mosvel and he does He's a big farmer and he does all this. He have many property and stuff like that. And next week we go on south, I think south coast. He told me he's at um, under 50k from here because he need to clean um, 400 hectare of olive tree. Mm-hmm. And basically I will save this olive tree to cook my oh, to burn. Yeah, and um, they have fruit on fruit on them now. Though, uh, it's, that told, he told me yeah, it's one part from. is really done oh, and they okay. want to clean straight away and. The, I don't know, really know what's going on. It just, and I will just take yeah. because at the end it's free. Yeah, for sure. It's free, and you go there, you cut yourself, and you take off, and that's it. Yeah. And um, and the other one that we use at the moment will be apple, a pear, because it just clean another too far, mm-hmm. and we stock all this wood in um, in Matthew's place. It's, Matthew is the owner of the hotel, and we because you have a big space, we store all our wood there where we will use all this winter time and. That's it. Fantastic. We try. The idea is to try to not buy any wood as a whole. Wow! And um, try to use all from higher energy. Yeah, that's awesome. And I guess yeah. when people have a farm to clear, or olive trees, or apple trees, or pear trees, like you say, it's 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 recycling it to its maximum potential, almost to be cooking with it rather than just heating somewhere or, or, or turning it into sawdust or turning it into wood chips. It's it's sustainable essentially it's a way of yeah, reusing it the wood that if the other things that we need to understand from the wood because for most of the people is cooking or whatever cook with wood the wood is i think the wood you need to be influenced by the season same like at the moment we go in the winter time and i would like to have some really strong flavor like apple like pear like olives and it's almost remind you can you manage to have a plate with big spoon of olive oil is quite rich mm-hmm. or you have a dessert or you want something to you can imagine to cook the pear if something mm-hmm. is good but it's same time full of sugar and super hard when spring will come off i would like to use all my citrus citrus food and give the flavor to the food by the citrus because you look for something refresh it's not just squeeze the lemon on the top it can come from the wood or can come from the marinade or whatever you want mm-hmm. you don't need just like the pork I cooked today, my idea was to have some citrus, but I didn't really want to put a piece of lemon where everyone does, or squeeze lemon on the top. It was really, was interesting, and I tried the, the finger lime, where I never used in my life before the seven years ago when I moved in Australia, and I'm in love with finger lime, and plus mm. they grow jets 15 minutes from my restaurant, and, and this thanks to 
thanks to James and make me made this gale for this farm. I will use and I think sweet pork was perfect flavor because you have the burn from from the um, the charcoal with this finger lime fresh, mm. refresh your mouth and the chili, yeah. the spice is something good combination. It's really natural combination. I haven't done nothing special at the end. Yeah. And that pork dish as well. So it's a pork chop. Pork chop. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit it's a little bit of fighting with the butcher because for our chef we call pork chop the butcher called pork cutlet yeah, okay. but for me I would I like pork to call pork chop yeah. with big bones basically yeah, with a nice not, big bone. yeah because we we will kill our pork by self basically and the boys the butcher when he clean I won't do the ribs the pork ribs because yeah. I'm not interested for the pork ribs what I do I just I leave the bones big like what yeah. you see and that's it and it look nice and, yeah, and you sure. don't need to have jets rebuy on the plate where yeah. you need to spend charge $60 to have a 300 grams of meat you can have pork and charge $35 everyone can buy yeah it's, it's good this um, is that idea of the restaurant and yeah and you were saying uh, that you work with Red Leaf and, and, and another farm to yes to basically I will work with Red Leaf and thanks to James, they met me Red Leaf. And in the same time, I have this couple, is Eric and Caroline. They have a horse farm. Yeah. Their things is they have big property for horse. And Eric tried two years, last year, tried to grow up this pig from Red Leaf. Mm-hmm. And uh, goes well. And now it's basically what's happening is when Catherine from Red Leaf doesn't have an half, Eric can give us hands and give us pork and stuff mm-hmm. like that and plus Eric these guys he will grow up for me asparagus no one does around but he started five years ago with this asparagus plant mm-hmm. and now he arrived to have 50 he told me around 50 60 asparagus plant where we will have jets jets for us maybe we'll have one week per year <laughs> yeah. but it's fair enough it's a good week. yeah it would be a good week <laughs> yeah and after the other the other farm we will use for cheese is pecora yeah. for the sheep and the other guys we use the guys from um, Hobur, it's quality center. Mm-hmm. They're from Naples yeah. for the mozzarella. Basically, they buy the buffalo milk around this region and, um, and they make mozzarella, buffalo mozzarella. For me, it's one of the best. Yeah. Okay, I try around and plus they make me play a little bit for burrata, what I like, to, <laughs> if I like more softy or if I like harder or smoked or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They don't mind to make me basically to make my recipe inside of their shop yeah, yeah for sure it's good it's good collaboration it's all yeah. of them the it's idea the idea of the place is to have a collaboration with everyone and not just have people where to not be just um, yeah. another restaurant number restaurant for this idea I like called restaurant and I would like called bistro because I think it's the people are ready when they see bistro they already think okay we can eat for 50 bucks about the food this is what I want the people will think about my food to yeah. come in and any single person. I would be happy the afternoon to see the farmer, the builder, the carpenter to come and to have a beer in my place and, and have some some tapas or whatever whatever we will do in the bar. Yeah. Or to have a plate of prosciutto, a plate of salami and I would be the happy person to see people dirty from work because yeah. at the end That's it's a awesome. job. And yeah, and... I think making good food accessible to a big audience is a really good Yeah, it's, I think it's good for everyone. And I think the other really thing is yeah, where I'm, I want to do something for the local. Because at the end, I feel local now, after one year I moved here in this area. And me and my wife, we really, you know, my wife, 
she's come she have a big background as well she's come from Michel Brown Marcon in France she's studying on the Paul Bocuse and it's almost 20 years she does this job as well yeah, like right. me and uh, we like to eat outside and be honest around here you can go anywhere the only place the only place I can go be honest because they have a, a little bit good pizza is um, is a little restaurant in town but more than this it's not really you know it's not a place where you can go and you can smell the I don't know I'm the food or smell the food whatever if you go in the place you can smell the fry stuff uh, yeah. and that things the people around here start to change as well because many people from Sydney Canberra they move in this area mm. and they're looking for something something new but in the same time something make you happy when you eat yeah and the place and I think that model as well means that it's somewhere that um people come back week after week or you know every it, it can be a regular place to go for locals as well you know it's not it's not too expensive that they, that it's only a special no. occasion yeah. you can just go have a beer like you say some yeah. prosciutto after work yeah, or something like that and relax this is the things that we try to create in the same restaurant to create a bar where the bar will have a beautiful spirit beautiful cocktail good beer beautiful wine list and I don't want to be involved on the wine list, but so Matthew, Alex, they're talking about around to have 200 different labels, yeah. mm-hmm. because we have a big, big cellar. We have around under 50 square meters of a cellar. This <laughs> guy is more than 100 years old, and it's really beautiful. I really smell something where you can have a really good wine inside. Yeah, you, exactly. you need something. You it's really it. old, but need something special. And that is our idea. Our idea is to make really any single person can jump in this restaurant and mm. and uh, but the other things that we really try is to use all local people it's from the builder you he just left before you arrive where i'm working with him at the moment and the builder is local the guys who make the plate for me the plate where we played is cam cameron is from the south coast and um, plus we will have a few artisans inside where they live their stuff we will have you know someone will have a piece of wood that they sell or chopping board or our guys is from Mitagon, he will have his pot and basically this is the idea. The idea is to create a place full of art and natural where everyone can come in and sweet jets have a chat for everything and it's not just be concentrated on food but be concentrated on everything and mm-hmm. and I think it gives something really different in this area. Yeah. And neat. I for think sure. it's really neat because it's a lot to do. You know, you're yeah. close to the city at the end one hour from Sydney. 35 minutes to the beach, 20 minutes from one of the best forests in the world, I think, where I love to go. And Which one's that? Which one's um, the Balangolo. Balangolo is yeah. there. Yeah. There is, I discovered them thanks to the boys where I was working before, and I love, I love, I love to do. I'll go there with my big truck and mm-hmm. I'm just enjoying yeah. big mushroom and stuff like that. Plus, you see all different animals. This time of the year, you can see a lot of deer inside. Unfortunately, we can't shoot but yeah. in the forest, but you see a lot of deer, a lot of kangaroo, and many types of stuff. Yeah. Many mushroom, good mushroom, bad mushroom. It's a lot. Yeah, plus lots of nature. Yeah, a lot of nature where you can be happy. Plus, now is the good time because the people start to do the wine. It's, you know, mm. the region is full of this winery and... It's 13 years, it will be one of our big wine as well, selling in the restaurant. And 
it's many others you know you just go around the morning you smell the, mm. and some things change yeah there's a lot there's a lot going on at the moment yeah there's a lot a lot's going on and the lots I think a lot will go on because you know jets on this street they're building in the next three months they're building 400 different apartment 400 different house yeah and any house have between four six bedrooms this means that people is moving in this area yeah, for sure. and these are things yeah Bistro Fischina will fit really well inside. Finger crossed. Yeah. <laughs> Finger crossed. We'll be busy. We won't be rich because our mission is not be rich. Our mission is to just cook and serve food with heart and um, and don't have completely... I don't want to have, have any law and I don't want anyone to tell me how oh, it looks like this or to do this one or to do the sauce, you need to put this one or whatever. Nah, it's, it's, my restaurant will be completely... My bistro, no restaurant will be completely freestyle and um, at the seat is just working really natural and that's it. it and working with what's around you exactly in the southern highlands in nature but then also the producers as well yeah it's just and we really try to use just people around here the only suppliers we will have from Sydney is, is the fish mm-hmm. is the job we will use Giotto yeah and um, but in the same time he will I will try to use Jets river fish yeah. Yeah. My idea is this. We will see what the customer that we like or not. Yeah. Uh, I would like as a fish. Why, why would you do that? Why? why uh, I think it's because jets. You know, in this area, the beach is half an hour of car. Yeah. <laughs> but you have half an hour of you know ten minutes. You can see the river. You can go jets ten minutes from here and, and fishing your um, your trout. I'm not a fisherman because I'm I don't really like fishing. Yeah. But I tried the trout around here and they're test completely good and yeah and it's possibility to have some of these and why not and, yeah why not and the other thing yabbies. is yabbies is a, if you go readily far <laughs> you put a piece of pork i don't know if they show you yeah you can have i have a photo on my phone and i had a bite actually here <laughs> we took the guys from an oma there and in 10 minutes you can have a 30 40 yabbies yeah it's crazy and <laughs> Make me crazy. You wonder how many places there are around the, the highlands, how many farms that would have a dam like that where you'd be the same, but just no one goes there, no one knows. Uh, some there. people does. Me, thanks to this Jimmy, Jimmy's the guy who can grow up my cow as mm-hmm. well at the moment. He takes me all around now, and and this many people does, and you can see on the same street, the river, in under meters, if 10 people does on the same time, you have a kilo, a kilo of yabbies, yeah. and so trout or stuff like that. Now it's a, is the good the season is I think it's almost at the end I'm not sure yet but yeah you were saying about um, Jimmy Jimmy raising your cows for you getting getting him to to raise dairy cows for you to to use in the restaurant yeah basically what's up with Jimmy is because he's the one of the manager of the the livestock he does every day the the report for the BBC about the animals, about the market in Australia, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And they look after many, many, many farms. And um, the idea when Matthew, when Matthew, the owner of the place, Matthew Duffy, came in my house to offer me to, to take the restaurant in his new project, one thing he told me, told me, look, my background is a butcher. And I told him, look, we really start talk the same language. And these were we had this idea ready the dry hedge room and using dairy cow and after the PA of Matthew Lisi her partner Jimmy 
is does all this live stock and blah blah when we met the first time he's a hunting guy as well mm-hmm. and we were talking together he told me look I have three cow okay, they are dairy cow they are old cow and they were supposed to be killed but I didn't want to I didn't want to give to someone to kill and at the end what I did I bought for myself and I have on this farm what do you think what do we do I will sell I will mm, people don't really people don't really want and they said the yellow fat people doesn't want to buy the meat I told man, look, be honest, is something I really, I was trying to do there, but never happened with, and um, I told, look, we are on, we are on completely, and what we will do, we will, the first one we will kill as soon we open, unfortunately, mm-hmm. kill, no, the first one we will use when, soon <laughs> we open, and we will dry edge some of the meat, the, the first cut, and all the rest, I will mince for my ragu and stuff like that, cooking wood oven, and the other one we try to, we want to try because where you see outside where coming the food oven outside will come four square meter of fire pit is basically we leave them the grill on the top where we can cook whole animal mm. and half animal we would like to to do these events for the hunting people in the, the end of the winter and we, there will be 40 people we would like to cook half of this just to try because all, tra- all stuff that we try mm. i never cook i will cook on the fire for the last uh, seven years since I moved in Australia yeah. I never cooked on the fire again and um, we will try and and we see if after it goes well Jimmy basically will take always a couple of maybe three or four cow per year mm. and we will use all here mm. do you think yeah. is is old dairy cow something that, that you need to dry age yourself is it something that really benefits from that I'm sure it is uh, it's just making the meat a little bit more tender yeah this is the things and yeah. the, the what I like I was using the we call podolica is the is the types of cow in Italy where the region where my father's come from Puglia they make the cashew cavallo is typical cheese basically after four five years the cow doesn't do anymore they kill they they live dry age and the, the fat is coming completely yellow look like mm. a, almost look like the yellow of the sun mm-hmm. and when you put on the charcoal this yellow doesn't burn straight away because it's so concentrated Look like a piece. Can you imagine a piece of frozen butter mm. on the top of the charcoal? Will take time to to go liquid and like exactly the same thing. So you just you don't need the SUV, all the new technique. Just forget about it. What you need is just fire. Put on the top, leave rest, cut. That's it. No salt, nothing. And it's really it's tasty. Maybe Sounds like it's it. It's really tasty. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure some people. I will have. I'm sure we'll have some people will tell me. Oh. It's tasting really meat. <laughs> it's meat, but it's not the meat that you buy on the market. Mm. To be honest. And how, in terms of the the hunting, um, that connection, how how will that you sort of bring that into the restaurant and stuff? This is the this is one thing that Jimmy tried to work on at the moment because he's a specialized hunter. He have any single license in this world. We try. We just put in a, an application to see if we can sell. Hard hunting meat mm-hmm. as well. The only thing is a little bit low behind, yeah. but I'm sure we will. We will arrive on the point where we can where we can sell our hunting meat, and if we can't, we just will use our hunting meat for us. But yeah. we still go, and you know, we will, at the moment the girls does um, with the deer at the two kangaroo that we shot a couple of weeks ago because I used the kangaroo for friends and the deer we. We just butcher we have in the freezer for all winter for us. Mm-hmm. For the skin, we will have the, the duna for the bar or for people when it goes outside to smoke a cigarette 
and it's cold they can take the skin and they basically <laughs> try to use any <laughs> like, awesome, the, yeah. like the cow as well we save the skin we do everything with the skin Beautiful, basically yeah. jets have respect for them and the head of the animal as well the feet of the animal we use for stock try to use completely any single things to, mm-hmm. we try really to the idea is not chuck nothing away the yeah. idea is to be honest to have a, the, the food cost how low I can but to have the best produce in this world and and to not have a super price. Mm. The only well, thing it, it, it follows that European sort of peasant food mentality where you weren't necessarily eating I feel it. You were eating whatever the hell you whatever, exactly. whatever you had available and you used the skin because you needed to be warm. Yes. You didn't use it because it was a decoration. You needed something. I think, I think like, uh, all of us wants this connection with the I think it's the I'm calling I don't know if my accent is correct, the primitive, mm. the primitive people, like um, the fire, I think yeah, the fire is the connection, uh, one important thing I have with Australia, what I love, and it's my new country at the end, is, um, I think it's the fire, if you see the Aboriginal people, the way that they cook, or the way that they cook iguana, if you see, I don't know if you had the mm. opportunity to see, it reminds me of my grandmother, my grandmother, we were killed the, the pork in, after Christmas, and we were kids, we were pick up the blood. She had this fire pit ready to go. She was cook the blood, make really thick. And after Jets give a piece all of us to eat on um, the feet of the pork, because it's too hard, she was Jets put inside the fire or take a few potato, Jets put in the, in the harsh, uh, cook like this. We were, we were the happy people in this world. And mm. there uh, were uh, things, uh, all of us will come back, will come back because I don't know. At the end, it's the most taste food I never tried in my life. It's, yeah. uh, it's this. It's this what I would like to cook. Now like I'm awesome. 31, and I think I start to be in the age where it's stopped to to dreaming. But you need something where you make you enjoy mm-hmm. and not work for jets because the people tell you to do this. So someone wrote that you need to use this much on this. And I have enough. I have really enough. And plus, the other things I have. Uh, I have enough to just put food in the plate that looks good. Yeah. Or people talk about simplicity. This is the event of the simplicity at the moment. But the people still have 2,000 technique behind the dish. And when you taste, you feel, what I hate. Mm-hmm. Don't taste nothing. It looks like any plan. And if, why not come back on this big taste of garlic chili I like, agree like oh, all the clams you see the seaweed the jets burn the seaweed put inside and the clams jets open on the charcoal and and I think you don't need you don't need much because you see my kitchen is not ready at the end with a little barbecue we did whatever we need to do and yeah. we make everything happening and and I think and the fire is everything I think the fire for me is everything and if you are in the middle of the forest and you're hunting you turn it on the fire, you can eat. That's it. Yeah. It's just this. And, That's beautiful. And I think uh, the hunting, the fire, the water is is really basic things for my, yeah. for my restaurant. That's great. Um, and you mentioned then just a little bit the clams. That was the other dish that we shot today. Did yeah. you give us a recipe? Do you want to just tell us a bit about this uh, clam dish? The, the clam dish, what's happening? Because... Um, the mom of my father is there come from Puglia where I'm studying where I studied this big chef school for five years so I saw her always make pasta by hand since I was baby she make orecchiette she's now eight years old she still make orecchiette and troccoli or spaghetti alla guitarra whatever you want to call it and the guitarra and the, 
the roller, the flower, the eggs, the water, the olive oil is something always I've been in my life. And the father of my dad, he was a fisherman, but I was a fisherman on the on the lake, not on the ocean. And basically, on the lake in Puglia, in South Italy, they have the farm for the mussel, and the, in the same time they grow up the the clams because basically the lake at the sea is is a is a, a river that goes inside the sea. It's come from the lake, but the lake you can have on the same street. At one point, the, the water is sweet. At one point, the water is salty. Yeah. It's super. It's one of the only lake in the world. It's Lago Varano, and it's always. I'm dreaming when I was baby and I see my grandmother cooking. And when I gave you the recipe, I thought, yes, this will be because I remember always my grandfather was coming with his clams and mussels stuff like that. Seaweed they were still mixed on the seaweed. And my grandmother was just pick up everything, put in the pot, leave on the on the fire pit or we had the wood oven in the garden. She was put on the wood garden and in the middle of time rolled this pasta with all the types of seeds or grains that she had. She was mean by self, pushed by self and for this I use rye flour to give yeah, just a little I, bit I the texture, the, dough, yeah. the texture and the color and you see the pasta is fresh pasta, but the pasta is still al dente. Yeah. You know I mean it's really beautiful like crunchy and and I think take all the soup. Basically when you do the fresh pasta sometimes the pasta doesn't take the sauce. This one, you see, to completely all the sauce, and that's where the part is played. This, this dish, and and uh, when I tried the clams around here, and basically the strawberry clams that we couldn't use today, but the idea is there. And I think, oh, this will be the dish because I will have two pasta. That's it. The menu, and one will be this one, and one will be with ragu. Yeah. Any animal ragu I have around to start. And I thought this would be the dish. Yeah. And, um, the pork because it reminded me a lot my grandmother, my grandfather from my mother's side because we were killed the pork. And the fish from my my father's side because always I had this. I remember this seaweed was arrived. Now everyone you seaweed. We were my grandmother was fry and cook on the charcoal the seaweed when I was baby was give me for chips. Mm. Was was our was our breaking the afternoon tea and they call afternoon tea here. We, for us was a bread with olive oil and piece of seaweed or <laughs> mussel from lunch leftover or stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, and it's interesting. Went. That type of seaweed that you um, use as well, I haven't seen that type of seaweed eaten before. Or And, you, and you're saying that all you need to do is, is, is put on the charcoal to, to oh, make it. To be honest, I had many chefs use at the moment and yeah. the best the best thing I find for this one is just living in some seawater what I did because I was working this morning, Alex went this morning uh, in Shell Arbor to pick up the seaweed on mm-hmm. the rocks. You can work on the rocks. You can pick up, basically, is the sh- if we can call it the shit seaweed that you find yeah. on the rocks. And so what I did, I just left in the sea water. And when you arrive, I just put on the charcoal. You see, it's coming, all the gelatinous gas inside is just gone and make crispy. And you can eat and you don't need to bite things so much. And yeah, nice flavor. And the pasta, I didn't use salt. I used just a little bit of salt on the water. To boiling the pasta at the end mm. the sauce was completely plain with jets olive oil and um, that's it mm. it's not much that's great i i find it refreshing almost and you know i talk to a lot of chefs and a lot of people do these very technical dishes or you talk about they say that it's simple however that there's a lot of technique used in these things and i think what you're saying about Flavors of garlic, like that that garlic oil that you're using for the uh, for the clam dish, is just that beautiful, strong roasted garlic flavor that's just delicious. Exactly, it's what I did. And that as well, that reminded me always. 
always um, remind me both my grandmother who had this garden they were taking this garlic for the winter time they were jets roast this group the time we, because we do tomato sauce in Italy in summertime it was the same time with the garlic and you live overnight cook this tomato in the in the, in the jar in the water mm. and in the morning you have all the harsh stuff like that anyway always both grandmother they were putting this garlic inside and put all the herbs that we had in the garden it could be rosemary it could be sage and after jets put in the soil and I close in the jar and all winter time we were using chili like what I did the pickle chili or mm. this garlic and why not of course I twist a little bit recipe but at the end they never made a mistake for years and years and years yeah. why well, it's not difficult it's well. not difficult and plus you don't need to turn it on the gas you have read the fire goes on Basically, it's energy that you save, it's respect for mother nature that you have, because you use your, you use your energy until the, the end, you know, mm. they are like the animal, you kill the animal, it's a bad thing, but you respect the animal and you eat completely everything, mm-hmm. and this is what I was telling you as well, to rest the meat on the top of the grass, for me it's just respect for the animal, could be the last meal, get the honeymoon head before it could be a meal for me. Yeah. It's just types like that. And that's it. And what I was telling you as well, I will have some pickle in my restaurant, but I will do the base one, like oh, in oil, like the chili, the garlic, the radish, my old rest. I would like to meet your producer you were talking before. And I would like to have a collaboration with someone else that does just this. And that can help me to have the best product. And this jets does this. And I don't need to worry about it. And someone else put his energy, his time on this exactly. and work together because everyone at the moment, everyone talk about fermentation and this one, this one, this one, this one and people are not concentrated anymore to give the taste to the food because yeah, exactly. people are just beyond too many technique yeah. and they forgot what, what you mean to be a cook. I hate the word chef mm. and I hate, I don't know, my, my boys, now it's six years I made chef since I was 25, 24, always I hate when people call me chef. Yeah. I love always when the people call me Nico and and that's it because I don't know chef the people have something expected <gasps> oh he's cooking he's a chef <gasps> no take it easy I'm, I'm the I will be the easy person in this world that you will be you part of my meal and I'm yeah. inspired from you and like yeah, when exactly. I met you I told you look this is what I will do and fantastic and, and that's it it's creating and working with other people like that's creating a community and it's promoting what each other does and in things like fermentation or any of those techniques you know whether it's fermenting or pickling or prosciutto making or making sauces or whatever it may be in each of those disciplines there's so much to learn and you can exactly. just focus all your energy on that one thing and still have a lot to learn being a chef full-time and running a restaurant and then also trying to make the best fermented products you can or the best you know, mess. prosciutto it's it's a it's like it's like, a have a, like i made a decision for my rest for my bistro i thought look when i took the bistro I thought, look i won't do any wedding and i want to function bigger than 30 people because i don't want to give my restaurant my spot to other people and the local people or the other people's coming in they will find the restaurant close because I have this. I'm not interesting. It's a million places around the island where they can do big wedding and stuff like that. I don't want to do this. I want to just cook with love and I want the people come here, enjoy and go home and things next level. Yeah. And exactly what you were saying, you see, we will use, we will have these dry age rooms with the, the fridge for the cheese and all the shots here, whatever. And 
other idea was to make salami and stuff like that. But after, I don't know, I find these guys, and for me, they made the best salumi in Australia. And I don't want to import from Italy because it doesn't make sense for me to import the best prosciutto from Italy and pay $40 per kilo. And to give you 100 grams, I need to charge you $45, 50, mm. 50 bucks. For me, it's not fair enough. Well, these guys gave me a taste of his salumi, salami, prosciutto, ham. And I was so happy that I told me, look, I'm Italian, I'm, I'm born in Australia, but my dad is Italian, they do this job for three generations, blah, blah. I twist the recipe, he's happy to use my recipe, and he does for me, he cure for me in his place, he delivers for me one time per week, and I have the best product, super sure and I don't make anyone sick, because it's super dangerous. People don't understand how dangerous it is to make the food, the fermented, or the pickle stuff, stuff like that. You can't imagine how dangerous it could be for the humans. Mm. But because you need a sterilized jar, which chef sterilized the jar? Can you tell me? Mm. In 17 years I work, and so many people do fermented stuff. Maybe I saw two places where we were, <laughs> and one of the places is Fernand Adria, yeah. and another place is where I won a star Michelin when I was 24. Yeah. And so we had 35 seats, and we were three chefs, and I was the I was around the kitchen with the head chef and we were so concerned that we were sterilized. In the other place I work, in all over the world, I never see anyone to sterilize the jar. Yeah. It's just dangerous for the other people, all this fermented, let's fermented milk, let's fermented this one. But do you know how dangerous it is? Yeah. Or put a simple chili or a simple eggplant in the olive oil and live there, you know how much danger it could be? Yeah. So you can make sick the people or save the raw eggs, like almost save the raw eggs. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Or to have, I don't know, whatever, whatever you know, for me, this is the thing, so this is what I told you. If I have someone that does the best kombucha for, for my place and I can offer them alternative of wine at the best kombucha, they need to pay $20 because it cost me $15. I think the people will understand. Yeah. And the people will feel more confident to drink it, to eat. Because something that they know that have come from 60 square meters where they have the kitchen where it's a fire goes on and this goes on and the meat be butchery. You can't... I think everyone needs to do their job. Yeah. We can't be all of us builder, all of us lawyer. Because exactly. the, world, the world won't move. You know what yeah. I mean? And, I agree. And this, this is like the garden as well. I will, have, I will have my little spot for the garden. I will do jets, my herbs. But I will have sage, native, all the native herbs, thyme. We try to grow up some native thyme here. River meat, we have these guys that have the pig and the asparagus. They have a lot and a lot of river meat. They cut because they have too much. Mm. And I will use from them. I will use their plums from them. And leave the other people to this job. That's Just it. come to me. I'll buy for you. you. When you come to eat, that's it. You pay and you're the food, guy who, and you're the guy who concentrates on the yeah, fire and on the, the food. And the yeah. fire and the food, that's yeah. it. No, it's the, this is my idea. Yeah, that's and plus concentrate a little bit of time for the family as well because yeah. it's I think it's fair enough after you work eighteen hours per day to have two full days where you switch off the brain then. I think that's a good idea too. Like us, we have a young family and yeah. both of us we run the the restaurant and no parents, no family and no friends. We don't have no one around the idea. <laughs> we are, we are completely two, <laughs> two people. Get, I don't know. Could be, could be hard. My for us wouldn't be hard because it's what we like doing. Yeah, we exactly. can't. Both of us, we can't change job. Yeah. Alex try. I try as well to change job for almost two years. Work on the military police in Italy, but 
gotta come back to the I need to come back. But it was the time I left for the Spain. And, um, and my wife, she changed last last year when we moved here. She had family daycare, childcare, a home. She done it for nine months. She was doing really well. And the money went awesome. And she was home all day. But then she was not happy. She told me, look, I'm not happy. I need to come back to come what back I'm to doing. Work. And the hospitality and the world and... Bistro Officina. Bistro Would be a little bit trouble for the people too. Yeah, I know. I mean, like my baby Luce, everyone call her Lucy. No, it's Luce. But yeah. It's okay. I don't mind, to be honest. At the end, <laughs> at the end oh, is wait. the idea. Yeah. Anyway, um, mate, I wish you all the best. Thanks, I think it'll man. be a great place. You know, just from the small taste of the, of the dishes you gave yeah. us today, it's bloody good food. And, you know, I think... Anywhere that someone cooks from the heart and does something that they believe in, rather than trying to conform to what is a trend or trying to do something that doesn't come from their heart, essentially, yeah. I think that that, that 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 people can support that because you you know you know that that's what you're trying to do, and, exactly. and people will support and that. So. I hope, yeah, I hope it goes well, and I'm quite positive, to be honest. I never yeah. be so positive and. Plus, I have a big group of people behind us. Yeah. We are myself, but, you know, Lizzie, Jimmy, Matthew. Matthew Duff, for me, is a, it's look like a hand come from the sky, to be honest. Yeah, okay. Because a guy's got to believe on you so much and invest on me because the place is mine. Yeah. At the end, I had a part of his investment as well. Yeah. Because, so, and I will have a place big like this. But, and, um, you know, Joe, Krishna, the girls that you see before and... You see, they were outside too. They're on the hotel, they're outside to the mm. garden and Shen, the, the builder at the yeah. moment. I have all of them. They just gave me the pushing to to go through. And, you Keep know, same this week, we had the money. We were a little bit thinking for the money. We spent a little bit too much for the floor and said, okay, let's cut a little bit for the kitchen. Let's have two fridge less for the first six months. And, yeah. and after we work out, that's it. I don't need much, to be honest. Yeah. And thanks to them to be honest and thanks to my dad as well yeah. from Italy always he believed me and never helped me economically to be honest <laughs> never gave me a dollars but <laughs> he's pushing for me I've been always always a person uh, always he believed on me on this job I'm doing and, and I think it's thanks to him before my chef yeah. because I arrived on the point when I was going to school I told him no, I don't want to do I don't want to do anymore and I was going to studying to be architect and and he told me look I send I send um, the application for chef school you make a decision September when those school was open I was 12 13 you make a decision if you go left or right it's your chance yeah and, and thanks to him uh, awesome. he did the both and yeah well that's great he will be here for the opening he will work with me one month in the kitchen oh really he's ex-policeman but he loves cooking and that's awesome he will be with me in the kitchen for the opening he will understand nothing he's not speaking English but mm-hmm. it's a pair of fans yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's good. good to have the old man yeah. it's good to have the, your old man and your he's wife probably, he's probably keeping you in line as well yeah he's, <laughs> I've been always I've been always a party boy in my life and if he's the one person really make me still have something and not scare me but make me understand something still always my dad that's good and my wife to be honest. Yeah. and it will be good for me to do the opening with most important people of my life and perfect we'll all push it together really well anyway yeah. all the Fingers best Nico and thanks, thanks so much for contributing to this book thank Bloody you awesome work thanks yeah. thanks man
Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Quicksand Food Connection. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Nicola Coccia from Bistro Alfacina in Barrel. I really enjoyed talking to him and he's making the exact type of food that I like to eat. If you want to get in touch with Bistro Officina, you can find them on their website, which is bistrooficina.com.au. That's B-I-S-T-R-O-O-F-F-I-C-I-N-A.com.au. And you'll be able to find them on social media soon too. If you want to find out more about Quicksand Food, you can visit our website, quicksandfood.com. There you can purchase a copy of the Southern Highlands Cookbook. And you can also download all the episodes of the Quicksand Food Connection for free. You can also find us on social media. We're at Quicksand Food on Instagram and on Facebook. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast and please tune in again next time.